If you haven't seen those videos... You need to. Yeah. Pause right now, go to YouTube, type in... What would they have to type in? Yeah, just type in Pentagon Pentagon UFO videos. Um, It's literally crazy. Mac and Cheese Show. Here we are. Episode two. Thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is my house, so I am having you on every episode, I suppose. I mean, yes, but... Okay, that's one way to put it. <laughs> you had nothing to say. You knew I was right. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> well, thank you for, again, having me over and kind of inviting myself. But Absolutely. And anytime. Uh, episode two, the Mac and Cheese Show. Episode two. We've, uh, with Lance. With Lance. This episode, we finally uh, we got, got a... ourselves a master audio engineer behind the camera there. One of these days, once we uh, really get this together, we're going to get a camera and a mic on him so that he can uh, be involved a little bit more. But for now... Yay. He is uh he's behind the camera. He will talk if he feels feels the the urge and you may be able to hear him. Hopefully you can. I hope you can. He has some good things to say. He has some great things to say. Well, um Yeah, absolutely. Thank you Lance again for helping us out. And this is uh Luke. This is Mason. You're on the Mac and G show. Absolutely. So uh um to start today's episode off, I figured uh I would uh, start you with a question just about your uh, your recent school uh, encounters. Hit me. <laughs> you could say. Uh, <clears throat> summer classes, how's that been going during uh, quarantine and uh, amidst a civil rights movement? and uh, Amidst a shit of a year, as you should year, say. You could say. Um, uh, it's, turn it's, of the decade. It's gone. I mean, I'm now officially done. We know that. Finals have passed yeah, and we are all, all through. Thank God we made it. Um, the whole process, <laughs> the whole entire process though was not the great, like, I don't know. I speak for myself and I'm sure I speak for more people as well, but online classes are terrible, Right. especially like learning like math and numbers and stuff where you need to like physically see the examples. It's just insanely complicated to watch three hours of lecture a day. Well, you did, um, you did some classes last summer, right? Didn't you? Yeah. Those were all in person. So those were in person. That's what I was going to ask. Like, how is it like different? Like, like being like <laughs> this summer versus last, like how, what's the, what are the differences? Cause I like, I assume it's like completely online now versus I didn't even know the last, I thought last year was online as well. No, last year was all in person. It was just like another semester, but it was like more calm cause no one was on campus. It was just all the engineers doing their doing their thing, and like this summer, it just felt like it took a Phoenix Institution online summer engineering class. Yeah. Not even through my school. So was it school. like the same online type of stuff that you were doing at the end of last semester? Uh, to what my friends were doing, yeah. Because okay. I was on internship. Oh, well, my internship got moved to online as well. That was probably weird too. Working from home is terrible. I fully understand like all the adults and parents out there who like are struggling to work from home. It is terrible. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, I can't imagine like you like. There's some jobs that like you have to continue like you you have to continue doing you know like but like you don't have that's the whole online thing in my opinion is like so like two-sided like you have one side like it's amazing that we're even able to do that the fact that so many people are able to continue doing their jobs online is like like 20 like 20 years ago that would never have been possible but like, the all. fact that that's possible is kind of amazing but a lot of the jobs that are being done online now are so, it's just so much more difficult like you know entirely so, like what so like what were you actually doing online versus 
you know, like, what you were doing in, like... Versus in class? At work, at, well, at work, I mean, like, during your internship. Oh, that... Like, like how is that different? I bet, I mean... Cause Online was, like, they it, they put it all to where it's on the student's fault and it's on the student to learn the material. Like, all my teachers didn't have live classes. They just put the videos up and they said, watch them or that you probably won't pass the class. Yeah, but when working online, there's scheduled meetings you got to be at. Like, right. you're actually waking up and being sort of a functional person of society. With online classes, you can stay up to 4 a.m. Right. in class and... So with the online job, though, like, do you have to, like, is it like going to a regular job? Like, you have to get up at a certain time? Oh, 100%. Like, you got to look professional from the waist up, because that's where the webcam's at. Oh, so you're actually, like, going, like... Yeah, like, it's in-person webcam meetings, like, and I'm the intern, uh, like, every Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I can't imagine doing that. Well, and it's, like, there's a lot of other jobs, too, like, you know, that, like, EMS workers, firefighters, like they can't do their job workers, online. Like, yeah, you can't like you can't do that stuff on like re- I mean, restaurants. Fucking, I don't know. I'm trying to think about restaurants, like, EMS, teachers. like I mean, like you know, like, maintenance. There's all, yeah, like, there's a lot of jobs you can't do online, and like I feel like they're the ones that have been affected the most by all this. Oh, 100 percent. It's it's like the like the the I can't remember the spe- the statistics, but I saw them recently all the restaurant workers like. I think it's like forty percent of them lost their jobs during this, compared to oh yeah, like definitely hundred percent of other, everyone else was that lost their jobs. So like forty percent of restaurant workers across America lost their jobs, you know. And um, I don't know. Like I, I was a restaurant worker. I lost my job. It was it, but I don't like have to support a family. I don't have to. At the time, I wasn't having to like pay bills and pay rent. And you also stuff like lost that. your job to like a corporate business. You lost your job to Papa John's. No, no, no. I was working for a guy named Ryan. You lost that job? Yeah, because uh, yeah, because we I was working there and like we had to shut down. Like it was oh. two months after we opened. And, I thought it was when you're still living at your parents for a little I, well, bit. Well, I, I moved. Back I thought you went to Papa. No, because I was. We were living on campus during the or during like January and February. Oh yeah. And oh yes, that I is right. Yeah. And out of the blue, like everything shut down, and like I had to move back home, and I like couldn't go to work. I remember that. Like that, obviously. I am back on track. Yeah. I got very confused with when you used to work at Papa John's. Right, but still, like I mean, like a lot of the people I work with there have like they're like single mothers with kids or like people in their mid twenties, like, like with families to support and stuff like that. And when you're expecting, like at that restaurant, it's a nice restaurant. So like there's some of those workers that that's like their main source of income. They work every single day, like six days a week or whatever, making like, like, like six, $700 a week or something like that. So that's like a full time income. Cause you're, you're getting pretty decent money, especially for a serving job. And like, that's, enough to like support like a person or two you know and when you just lose that out of the blue and that was your job like you can't it, like a lot of those people aren't educated like they can't just like you know go get a, an engineering job or for a corporate company that you can do online or something like that like you just lose your livelihood and then you have to rely on unemployment which a lot of people i know personally it took me four weeks or so, i think maybe I think it was closer to like five or six actually for me to get my unemployment check after I requested it. And I requested it the first day that like, mm-hmm. everything shut down like immediately. And uh, it took me that long to get anything. I started getting money. But like if I had like a fucking kid to support, like are you kidding me? Like I would be screwed. Like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't know what to do. Like and if I didn't have like parent, like I have, I'm fortunate enough to have like parents I can fall back on obviously too. But like, like if I didn't have like parents that I was able to like 
you know, have to support me. It would have been it's not like possible. A, someone in that situation, yeah, exactly. It's not possible to live like that. Like, that's that's part of the reason I can understand why people are upset about shutdown, is because so many people are being put into that position, and they just you can't like they can't survive it. Like, hundred percent, you cannot survive that. Like, obviously, people do, but it's like I mean, you're like struggling. I mean, these are people living paycheck paycheck to paycheck in the first yeah. place. Like, they already probably got debt. Exactly. Yeah. Like they already have debt. Like 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 if I if I left school right now, I'd have like. Two to I don't know what exactly would be it'd be two to four hundred dollars a month in student loans plus like rent plus car insurance plus health insurance plus phone bills plus like you know all that stuff and if I if I have like a couple thousand dollars saved up in the bank that's only gonna last me like so long which is the scary thing which I that's I think that's the reason we reopened as early as we did is because like. That population was yeah, getting scared. There, that's, they couldn't the group, survive yeah, it long enough. The group of people who were speaking out about that <clears throat> were more like pro economy anyway. So it just kind of, and they're the ones in charge of the government. You know, like I'm saying, like conservative people are kind of in control of the government right now, as a whole, and like that. That's kind of the side of the political spectrum that kind of supports, you know, reopening and stuff like that from an economic standpoint. Just for that. So I don't even remember why I got on that track. But. Those are the people who are suffering, so I can see that side of the argument because of that. But, you know, there's clearly the other side. Uh, there's a pandemic. There's a pandemic. <laughs> so it's that's that's rough to work around, you know. It's, so it's a dilemma. It's, it's a, a it's a it's a really real dilemma. And it's not something you see anywhere else. Oh no, not not in. I mean, there's certain lifetimes of people who went through the Spanish flu. Um, <clears throat> whenever Lyme disease was a big thing, if it ever was, and then. Not coronavirus, I mean, but the people who are in charge now haven't lived through something like this. Exactly, yeah. It's the first time, like, any of us have... Especially for us, it's, like, the first time any of us oh, have yeah. ever gotten... Oh, like, yeah. I remember swine flu was a thing, but it didn't, like... It was all, like, scary. It was like, oh, I a bad a cold. Flu. I'm pretty sure I did. I definitely did. I got it. I know you did. Yeah, I know you... You told me that one. You doing you doing it right over there? Yeah, I think you... I might have died when I got it. Yeah, I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> You're just, like, dropping a lot. No, the... I... I screwed the mic stand the wrong way, and it fell. But we got it fixed. I it's all good. That was all on me. Episode but, two. Uh, we didn't have to worry about two mic stands. Now, yeah, the first, first episode, we only had one mic stand. That was rough. But now uh, we're moving up in the world. We're moving up in the world, thanks to uh. our man Lance behind the camera there. Rocking and rolling. But yeah, so uh, we talked about that a little bit last episode, you know, the, uh, like... Anti-mask movement? The, yeah, that? the anti-mask movement. And, we like, can't the, go on that the, tangent. The, no, 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 no. <laughs> but just the fact that, that, that this whole situation that we're in as a world has been, like, politicized. Like, 100%. It's, that there's always two sides to it. Right. It, it's, and, like, you would think something like a pandemic... Should be something be we like should be able to one like, get together and people. figure out. Right, yeah, but people still seem to be able to find a way to like Fight get pissed it. off at each other for, exactly. for something to do with it, whether it be masks, whether it be how we are, how we like shut down or reopen, or you know, there's there's all these like little things that like it's like <laughs> like the people in the government, like whether you love them or hate them, like. No one has ever been through this before. <laughs> like, like no. this is a first. Like, we Literally. could have been prepared. There's preparation that could have been taken, and there's always the argument, like, people should have been better prepared, but it's like, you can't, like, I mean, you can, 
you can be a mastermind in like studying pandemics, but like, I, f I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's hard to see coming. Absolutely. Of course. Before or after the... Before the pandemic. Really? And then a year later. Yeah. <laughs> the pandemic happens, like, really. Well, yeah, I mean, there's always that. But, like, just in general, I mean, you know, like, you can't, like... It's like a pop-up storm. Like, you can, like, you can kind of, like, track it and maybe expect it, but, like... See, we don't have good, like... We don't have good public programs for, like, the weakest in our country, so... That is very true. Well, and, that, and that's... Yeah, that's... handle an economic collapse. Right, yeah, and we have... We have a we have a lower class that's not s supported fully, but um, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's tough, and like it's I f there's a lot of people that I feel like could be helping that aren't, but uh, I don't know. Just the fact that it's getting politicized is kind of. I mean, obviously there's things that could have been done for sure. Like it's like obvious, but like the way it's being like it's done. Like it's it's happened. Like you know like. It's the whole world. It's not just the United States of America that's suffering from it. Like it's every country in the, the entire. Not every country. Oh, yeah. There's a couple of countries that are, that are doing okay, and we are the worst countries. Right. Okay. Well, there's and there's only I mean there's so many there only so many countries with like the population that it's like as you know dense I guess as like we're like one of the biggest countries in the world. Like I don't know what the top countries for like how bad it is. I think it's like United States, Italy, and like. I'm not sure. I would, Talking I would present guess, day or guess, overall the entire yeah. pandemic? Well, I mean, just overall. Like, <coughs> I'm talking like um, the Italy. amount of cases or something. Well, in, in, see, even measuring it in amount of cases, number of cases, is inaccurate. Is an inaccurate representation of the of how badly a country is being affected for two reasons. One, it's based on how like. Uh, able, like, uh, how available, that's the word I'm looking for, how available testing is. So if testing is widely available for everyone who doesn't even have symptoms, if every person is able to go get tested, because of the nature of it, you're able to be, un like, non-symptomatic, basically. So, like, I could go in tomorrow and, like, I could have it and have no idea and I would be testing positive and that's another number. So that's one aspect. So countries, if you have more testing, and that's, like, an obvious one, like, it's, like, Duh. Like, if you have more testing, you're going to get more numbers, which is not necessarily a bad thing. I think that's, like, a good way to, that's a good thing that if you have higher numbers from that aspect so you can track it. But also, the size of the country matters. Like, if you, if you have, if you're comparing country A versus country B and country A has 1 million people in it and country B has 300,000 people living in it, and then you say country B has... 200,000, or country A has 200,000 cases, which sounds horrible, and country B has only like 40,000. But country B only has yeah. 300,000 people living there, and country A has a hundred, or has a million. Exactly. And, you know, like it, so you wonder if all the factors other... like that, that like come into play where like numbers don't necessarily, you, like, you can just, you can put up a bunch of numbers all you want and like say like, oh look, like obviously like these countries have like way more cases, but like, there's so many factors that come into it. Like, we're talking the entire world. Like, <laughs> tracking something like a virus is like, a, I mean, it's an exact science that I can't even come close to saying I know anything about at all. 
I absolutely agree with nothing. That statement. <laughs> but it's an exact. It's a science. Absolutely, you have to track it. But like, I mean, think about it. Like, there's people going around all day that aren't getting tested. There's people. I mean, like, I don't know. There's just so many variables that like, you can't just like trust Control. the numbers. I feel like. I mean, Hundred percent. You can't to a certain point. Obviously, statistics are statistics, <laughs> and statistics don't lie, but they can be misleading. Agreed. <clears throat> I mean, we'll really never have that true number that right. everyone's yeah, always looking at. We're never going to have the true number of <clears throat> cases or deaths. Well, that's what makes it the most scary part. Exactly. Like, it is the reason it makes it the most scary. literally have it and just never know. Right, yeah. And, and if, then, like, literally everyone could have it. Yeah, like, I could, if, like, I could, like, show no symptoms, feel pretty okay, and, like, like, go out on a limb and visit one of my older relatives and give it to them and they get it really bad and I had no idea that I had it just cause like I like went to work at or the restaurant today and like I accidentally like touched something on a plate and touched my face before I was able to wash my hands and then I went over to my grandma's place and like hung out with her for a little bit and you know like that's just how it like spreads and that is terrifying <laughs> it's it really that I agree with Lance like that that really is like the creepy part about it is that you can just be asymptomatic. How is that possible? Can I, can I put, it's not really a pin, it's sort of a tiny transition, but going off of the asymptomatic, do you know like the percentage of how many cases or stuff like that are asymptomatic? Uh, I can't say that I do know. What would you guess? <clears throat> Coming from the CDC themselves. Well, I've, I've heard that, I've, I don't know, I've heard mixed things, but, um, I would guess maybe 70%, maybe. 70%. Asymptomatic. Asymptomatic. Out of all the cases, like... Maybe. You ready for this one? Yeah. 80%. Ooh. 80% of the confirmed cases for COVID are asymptomatic or mild infections. Only 15 are severe infections requiring oxygen, and 5% are critical infections requiring ventilation. That is crazy. Yeah, it, that, right, yeah, and that's like, I don't know. That, that's just like, I feel like... The crazy thing is, too, like, there's asymptomatic people in every age range. Like, when it first came to Seattle, there was, like, a 109-year-old, like, grandmother who yeah. got the disease and had right. only a mild infection. Yeah, well, with the people that are at risk, like, I mean, again, I don't know anything about disease, <laughs> but, like, I feel like the risk is not in whether or not they get it, or, let me rephrase, like... Take your time. They... <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> we need a swear jar for this show. That's how we're going to fund the we rest of it. swear jar. <laughs> um, dang, you made me forget what I was even saying. I'm sorry. You were about to go on a tangent about... I wasn't going on any tangent. You're, you're, going, you're about to go... You're about to roll on something. I've moved on. I'm sorry. I'm tired of talking about the pandemic. Yes. It's crazy. We all know what's happening. It's happened. Like everyone's heard enough about it. Like the like. I just want some new news out there. I just want something to look forward to. Right. Yeah. I yeah, <clears throat> That's. I agree. Like as a college student too. Like, we all know we're going to back to have some form of online classes. I know yeah. a lot of people are still looking to have tailgates and even canceling some. Yeah, that's that's an. That's another thing about it though. Yeah, like, tailgates and parties are gonna be crazy. Like I don't know if a lot of them will happen. 
Like, what, you're going to go, we're going to graduate from college in the next five years. This will be blown and passed. Will we be like, yeah, making jokes about it? Or will we just be like numb to the fact that it happened and we just like push it off like a terrible memory? It depends on how it you turns feel? out. You feel? I mean, yeah, I, we're I, halfway I, through I the year do. and it's been kind of a shithole, not going to lie. It has, but it could either turn out really, really good or it could turn out Hopefully. really, really bad. It could turn out either way. Like, Sorry I really do feel like there's a strong, like, chance. I, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be extreme, though. I feel like there's no way, not just the pandemic, but just the, the current situation of the, the world. I feel like in the next five years are going to, like, I feel like five years in the future, 2025, is going to look very different from it. The way you heard it, it here today. first. You heard whether, it here first. Yeah, whether it's good or bad. I feel like it's going to be very weird and very different. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you have any ideas of anything to talk about? Yeah, I mean, I always got ideas, yeah. I talking? mean, we can talk about literally anything. This has been such a crazy week for just, like, content. It has been a crazy week for content. Uh, We've had... We thought about talking about Jeffrey Epstein today. I think we have to, we did. I think we have to hold off on that. We're going to hold off on that topic because there's still a lot to unravel and a lot to happen. Yeah, it's still juicy. It's, it's still, still very juicy. It is, like, getting ripe. It's almost ready to be picked from the tree. So, uh, yeah, look forward to that if you're listening. Stay tuned for a future episode covering the real-life conspiracy theory that is Jeffrey Epstein. Dude, can you... There is a time in... I think when we that we've been alive through to where people were like, yeah, that's just a conspiracy. Push it off. Oh, it's like lizard people. It, it's not possible. Yeah. There's no way that's. And then here we have in 2020 proof. Dude, literally proof that this dude had an island where famous and rich people just came and like did horrible things to children. Like, yes. And it's just been like under everyone's nose because they're like so elite in the financial realm. Like crazy it like and it, it literally makes me question all these other conspiracy the fact that it's like playing out the way that it has where like i mean people are like getting killed like Je- jeffrey epstein didn't kill himself <laughs> like you know that's like the whole thing and like it makes me like think about other conspiracies so much like that just seems like it's not real like it doesn't seem like that would actually happen like it doesn't but like Again, and, yeah, it's twenty twenty. Right. Well, and that's what makes me think of like of other conspiracy. I mean, aliens. That's a clear yeah. one. The, the CIA Pen- releasing Pentagon. Pentagon. My bad. But releasing the classified documents of UFOs literally throughout the entire pandemic, like the big hype videos, around the pandemic. Yeah, literally videos. Physical videos and audio evidence of UFOs, and it, everyone just blew past it. Yeah. No. Like the, Everyone literally just. Yes. Well, let's talk about it. Acted like that. Didn't that's what happen. we're talking about. <laughs> aliens. <laughs> No more pandemic, no more politics, aliens. If you haven't seen those videos... You need to. Yeah. Eight. Pause right now, go to YouTube, type in... What would they have to type, type in? Yeah, just type in Pentagon, Pentagon UFO videos. Um, it's literally crazy. Uh, the, like, There's just like videos from uh, Navy jet, jet pilot... Like, oh my god, Navy I just Air had Force. a stroke, I think. Yeah, I think you did. You good? Is, 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 is my face like drooping or anything? A little bit, yeah. Which, just one side? Uh, all of it. <laughs> okay, well, all as long as it's the whole thing, that's fine. <laughs> it looks like a pretty even stroke. <laughs> god. An 
even stroke. I'm glad I'm having an even stroke versus an uneven stroke. Um, I'm glad you thought that was funny. <laughs> it happened. Um, Aliens. Yeah, so it literally videos from like pilot jet. I like it happened again when I tried to say it. They're Navy fighter jet pilots. And they were flying. <laughs> there, I said it, you Thank bastard. You. Whoa. Egging me on. Yeah. Oh, dude. So they were uh, too Navy, Navy, Navy fighter too jet close pilots. To home. Hey, man. <laughs> continue, continue, continue. Shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Navy party for yeah, videos from videos from them just flying over the ocean or flying wherever they're flying and videos of UFOs and they're like oh my god do you see that <laughs> and like one, there's one video where there's like why a is the pilot from like Hawaii and a total surfer dude what why was the pilot a, like a surfer dude that from Hawaii nice. <laughs> no you're like saw it saw saw oh my god there's aliens. <laughs> No. Duh. I swear to God, if, oh God. if surfer bros are the first people to meet aliens, we're, we're all dead. <laughs> they probably are. They probably already have met No, them. that... They probably already are. Yeah, I bet they have. You Hippies. Oh, Hippies have met aliens. Oh, 100%. Sure. Hippies, yeah. 100%. Yeah, 100%. 100,000%. No chance that they haven't. Um, I swear, Nevada's like all just like rich business people, Las Vegas, and then... And then areas. Hippies. Yeah, hippies, yeah. Yeah. If anyone's a Nevada listener, please feel free to share your input. <laughs> Bless you, Lance. <laughs> oh, man. How much time are we at? 28. Okay. 28, right? Mm-hmm. Let's keep it rolling. Um, how often are we doing the mac and cheese reviews? I mean, I am the... Do you have any mac and cheese? We would have to cook it. We'd have to take a pause and not cook. Uh, Half, but but should we do it like every? Should we do it every episode? I'm saying every. every, I was saying bi-weekly. Bi-weekly. Because I know we want to go out there and actually ask. Yes, sir. It's the mac and cheese show. It is the mac and cheese show. show. That's all I'm saying. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say. That is a very valid point. Should we take a mac and cheese break? I'm not opposed. We would have to cook a whole pot because it's not like instant mac and cheese. It's like we could eat a whole pot. Uh, I'm a lactose intolerant one, and I'll eat a whole pot, dude. (laughs) I could pull it off. Yes, Lance, dead ass. I'm 100% lactose intolerant. But it doesn't like affect you that much. It just it depends. Cheese is bad. Cheese is like top tier terrible. I can sometimes do milk and like you ice cream. Take, uh, lactate I know, I do. I also need to switch out my melatonin. I found out it is ten milligrams and yeah, you motherfucker. <laughs> knocking me out yeah, cold. That's why you can't wake up in the mornings because you're taking ten milligrams of melatonin. And you've never taken it before. Like <laughs> The doctor yeah, didn't take... say anything about like the you dosage. You went to a doctor for melatonin? No, I didn't. But he was like, Hey, do you take any drugs? Like I started taking melatonin and he was like, Okay, well why is that? Well like, it's because like it's not gonna like if you take like twenty milligrams some melatonin it's not gonna hurt you you're just, no, gonna, like, was... you're just gonna go into a deep rest <laughs> you'd be a very deep rest for you'd a very while absolutely sure yeah i mean like it's hard like yeah that'll make you groggy you just need like three milligrams thanks start thanks, with doc. three if three doesn't do anything then do like five i've like if i need it i'll do like 12 12 I'll, yeah like Damn. that's like the most i usually do that's like if i cannot sleep 
That's just crazy. You can get that just over the counter, and it's just like... It's crazy. It's like the opposite of serotonin. Yeah. Literally. Like, it is like a... Shuts down the brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a bunch of molecules that are... Like, you, literally, there's all sorts of... That's what, uh... Actually, um... Note for any listeners, I'm a into I'm a psychology major in Bellman. I'm into uh, like medicine and Nerd. drugs and the way they work in the brain. Just really as cool a preamble to what I'm about to say, um, there's a few drugs that are being like researched for uh, treatment of like depression and stuff like that. Specifically, one psilocybin. Uh, there's been like all sorts of research. I've read done about on this it. one. This one's crazy. Yeah, um, there's been multiple studies done on it. Uh, the one that's really kind of mind blowing, like just based purely on the numbers, is they did it. The reason I'm saying this, let me f- say this again. Um, psilocybin is extremely close to being like this chemically, like it's almost exactly the same shape as like serotonin or melatonin. Like yeah. literally, like. Fits into Same your chemical serotonin. compound. Yeah, it fits into your serotonin receptors like better than serotonin does actually, which is kind of sh- another weird thing about it. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, these psilocybin studies. Oh, we're raising up the. Uh... Oh yeah. Word. Did a quick oh, mic adjustment. Here's the lance. The the it's the one in the bottom. Right? <laughs> That's Lance. <coughs> quick, uh, quick camera, di- camera. Uh, what was that? A quick uh, cameo, Mike's cameo. Mike stand adjustment cameo. But uh, we're yeah. getting there. But yeah, the uh, so they did studies on smokers to where I can't remember, you know, number of this size of the study or whatever. But they gave uh, a decent, a pretty good dose of psilocybin to a bunch of smokers, um, and eighty percent of them still they quit smoking and didn't like a year later when they checked up on them they still weren't smoking 80% and like something like nicotine gum is about like like in the range of 30% effectiveness 80 80% like 80% to get like smokers and nicotine <clears throat> like nicotine one of the most addictive drugs that we know of gets gets them off of it and per- like permanently, pretty much, as far as we know, not permanently necessarily. We can't say that, but, no, but for at least a year, an for at least amount. a year, yeah. And the way they do it is like for like six six months or six to nine months or whatever, leading up to the actual um, treatment, um, they do these like specialized therapy sessions to where they, um, you know, it's a I, I don't know the ins, ins and outs of it, but it's a like it's a it's a therapy that's like designed around the psychedelic treatment or whatever to where they do like the six months of therapy and then they go into the doctor's office and they do uh, a high dose of psilocybin enough to, and this is interesting too, um, for it to be effective, the person, the patient has to have a mystical experience. And so if they have a mystical, like the people who had mystical experiences are the ones who like, held on to like what they learned. It's the same thing for like, um, they did a study with cancer patients that were like terminally ill and they were gonna die and they had like super bad end of life anxiety. And they like, they gave a bunch of them psilocybin and they like were like at peace with death after Yeah, this is a drug that's like getting ready to be like prescribed to people. Yeah, it's in the process. I think it's in phase two of studies. MDMA is a, 
not a classic psych psychedelic, it's an intactogen, but like it works similarly as some psychedelics and that is gonna be used. It's, I think uh, the organization MAPS, um, they've been doing a bunch of studies on it for I think since like the 90s or something like that. Um, but that's looking, I think it's looking like it's gonna be FDA approved like this year and next year. I'm sure, I'm sure it's like off now just cause everything's out of whack schedule wise. But, and that's, that cures PTSD. It's the same type of thing. You have a bunch of months of, of like therapy 100%. sessions. Yeah. And then you have the session where you take it. You, and I think they said with the MDMA, it took like one to three sessions depending on the person, but it literally changes your brain chemistry and structure to where you don't have PTSD anymore. It's not like taking a SSRI, which like covers up the symptoms and like makes you like your brain chemistry all out of whack and just kind of like makes you okay. Like mm -hmm. it fixes the root of the problem to where you can like function like a normal human being. Just without completely being, like, healed from it. Right. Without having this like <laughs> shadow over your shoulder, you know. That is crazy. Like, yeah. It's, it's game changing. And it's game changing because for the past 30 years... In America, it's never been like, heard of. Yeah, no one, no one like someone called you a crazy man. Yeah, if 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 I said yeah, like ecstasy heals P PTSD, like and I, if I said that to you in like 2000, you, you would think I was crazy. Like, oh, 100%. you wouldn't believe me. You might believe me if you've done it. <laughs> but um, you know, like it's it's just been it's been stigmatized for so long just because it's illegal, and it's being studied now because people are like you know or being a little more open-minded and looking at it and realizing, oh, these things aren't causing issues like we thought they did. They aren't like hurting people and they're actually kind of good for us and they're useful if we use them in like a scientific manner, you know? Yeah. And it really, it's end of life anxiety. Like, are you kidding me? Like it, it makes people like not afraid to die when they're dying of cancer. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. I mean, you can't, you can't put, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how you can see how effective that is and say psilocybin is, comes in mushrooms growing out of the ground. And I don't know how you can say that something that grows out of the ground is, that you can take and it heals your end-of-life anxiety when you're dying from cancer. I don't know how you can say that you, like, you're not allowed to have that. It just seems wrong. Like, if I mean, like, for, if you believe in God, like, God put something on Earth, like, He put all the plants and the trees and all that for a reason. And, like, if you say that something, like, that people talk about meeting God on, uh -huh. like, you know, if you say that, that something like that is like, you're not allowed to have it. I think you're just, you're deriving people of a basic human right to like, do what they want with themselves. They're not hurting themselves. It's not like taking heroin, and like. It's a natural grown thing. It's, it is it a grow. It grows all over the world. Us. Grows all over the world, and I'll, I'm not going to go into mushrooms right now. But the way that, like, the biology of how mushrooms in general—not just like magic mushrooms—but it's fascinating. Like my mycelium basically like grows these like networks underground to where yeah. they can like sense the presence of where like other plants and like people and like places are like they like grow around them in certain forms to where they grow in like certain places it's it's crazy it's super crazy but yeah i don't know it's natural it changes people's lives it seems like according to the research thus far anyways um i don't even know how we started talking about this you got no. me talking on yeah. something i was interested this, in this whole episode has just been me rambling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
we've had some great content to talk about. It's yeah. it's been incredible. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm a lot less tired this time than last episode when we filmed God. at oh. one in the morning. <laughs> it is now currently not one. Yeah, it's uh 11:11 oh, 11, 11, actually. Now Make that we a check wish. The time. Yeah. yeah, beautiful. Time for the episode. Oh, there it goes. Should oh, we wrap okay. it? Should we wrap it up? Uh, we where should we, we wrap what it are we up? Where, where are we at on the time? You want to guess? Forty-two. Forty-four and a half. 38.45. Okay. All right. Okay. What's a, what's a, Lance, what's this? Luke is the winner. Luke is the winner. He was way closer. boy, Luke. Thank you. <laughs> um, well, I guess for the last few minutes, like, uh, well, actually, I had an idea of what we could talk about, and I immediately forgot what it was. Beautiful. Um, okay. <laughs> well. Uh. Should I uh, sing a little jingle to take us out? Yeah. <laughs> Lance, do you have any, uh, any, anything you want to say? Do you have any, like, uh, any big things you've been thinking about recently? Any, uh, any hot takes? Any hot takes? Here, hop, yeah. hop in on the, right, hop in the sesh. Yeah, hop in the sesh. Hello, everybody. Hello. Uh, well, I've been, um, all of a sudden collaborating with, like, these guys and two other people that I can't disclose right now, but like <laughs> they're coming soon, so I'm really excited about that. Um, Tell them about full disclosure. All right. Um, so <laughs> we got this band, and we've played a couple gigs now since coronavirus. We played two gigs. They're both with the Forecastle Foundation, but I think it was a really good foundation for Forecastle. I agree. Yeah. I'm hyped. Yeah, there were some really cool people there. Yeah. <laughs> well, Lance. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. <clears throat> we're going to get a camera on you one of these days so that you don't have to move couches. That way uh, you can just hit a button back there and it'll be right on your face. Uh, you'll have, that'll be you'll, beautiful. You'll be in full control. You'll be right. absolutely beautiful. Or it could just be in the middle of the couch, honestly. It could be in the middle of the couch. That could <laughs> be in the middle of the couch. Actually, you know what? Luke and I could probably share that mic because that mic's a lot louder. We'll figure it out. That's an episode three kind of question. That does sound like an episode three question. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in uh, for episode two. Episode two. Mac and Cheese Show. Episode three, uh, be prepared for some intense content. It's going to, it's gonna we're going to follow the Jeffrey Epstein case yeah. and all that stuff that's been blowing up on social media. So with that, um, we won't be offended if you don't want to listen to what Absolutely. we're going to talk about, but it's going to be some mature content and we'd appreciate it if you can just listen to what we got to say. Absolutely. Um, uh, until next time. All our handles are Mac and Cheese. This is Luke. This is Mason. Thanks for watching. Listen. Uh, oh. uh, happy Tuesday. It's not Tuesday. It's not. We gotta figure out when Tuesday is. I don't think that one's copyrighted though. <laughs> <laughs> the Mac and Cheese Show is created by Luke Lotique and Mason Beard. Audio recorded by Lance Hall. Music provided by RFM on YouTube. Music made by Sagila and Rex Lambert.